Good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to our Movilla Presbyterian Church podcast on Tuesday, the 5th of May, 2020. This evening, we're going to be thinking a little bit more about what it means uh, to be a Christian on our front line and to be fruitful in it. As we come together this evening, we want to take time uh, to recognise God's blessing on our lives, to recognise that as we live in these strange days, that God is still using us throughout. Can I encourage you uh, through uh, these uh, weeks to be sharing the messages that are on the podcasts and also our Sunday services on our YouTube channel uh, with others who have not already heard them. As we begin this evening, uh, let me uh, share some words from Psalm 24, verses 1 to 6. It's a psalm of David, and it tells us, The earth is the Lord's, and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the waters. Who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart. Who does not lift up his soul to an idol or swear by what is false. He will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Saviour. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. This is the God who we come before this evening. And we do that not because uh, we have clean hands and a pure heart, but because we know the one who has. We know the one who came to walk among us, the Lord Jesus. The one who showed us that perfect way and made uh, made it possible for us uh, to know great salvation in his name. We look to seek him this evening. Let us do that now in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before you this day. Lord, recognising again the strangeness of the times that we are living in, recognising the hunger that we have to be able to get back out, um, to do uh, things that we are used to be doing. But Lord, we look to you, recognising that in you, you have all uh, the opportunity we have to share with one another the great um, majesty, the great riches uh, that we may ever experience in life. For you have given us that access to the Holy One, the creator of this world, and we thank you for that. Heavenly Father, we pray this evening that as we seek you, that we may know, Lord, the need that we have in our lives to know, Lord, of your rich hand upon us, of your um, directing and guiding in every way. We look to seek you, Lord, for the blessings that you look to give each day. We look to seek you to know the peace and the comfort that we may have in life. Lord, help us to know Lord, of your rich mercy to us this evening. We ask this now in Jesus' loving name. 
Amen. Our first item of praise this evening is entitled, The God Laid the Earth's Foundations. He is here. A piece from Resigned Worship, and it is by Leslie Kennedy and Andy Clark. Take your Bibles um, to our scripture reading this evening. Um, over these next couple of weeks, uh, we're thinking about being fruitful in our front line as Christians. And I want to read uh, these words from Colossians 1 this evening. Colossians chapter 1, and we're going to read verses 15 
to 23. Let us come to God's word. The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Once you were alien from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behaviour, but now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight, without blemish and free from accusation. If you continue in your faith, established and firm, and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel, this is the gospel that you heard, and that has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven, and of which I, Paul, have become a servant. Here we come to the end of God's reading tonight. Let us come to him now in prayer before we take some time to look at this passage. Heavenly Father, we come to your word this evening. Lord, recognising it is where you speak to us. It is where you look to lead us in our lives. And Lord, we pray, open our hearts and minds this evening to know, Lord, of the joy that we have in you, to know of the things that you show us in it. Lord, we ask by your spirit, guide us, we pray. In Jesus' loving name, amen. Well, I once heard a story uh, about children at a multi-faith school over in England uh, when at the start of the year all uh, the children would have got together uh, and with the teachers they would have looked to put school values up in the wall so as they begin the year they all agreed on what the school's values should be uh, so that they would adhere to them throughout the year. It was a multi-faith school full of Christians and Muslims and Hindus and other religions. But some of the Christian children got together and one of the values that they wanted to put across was uh, those little letters, WWJD, what would Jesus do? And of course all the children had input into what values they wanted to put up. And when uh, the Christian children put uh, this Uh, across the uh, teachers went to consult with the other uh, faith uh, children um, and uh, through conversations uh, they were allowed uh, to put uh, this uh, value on the wall. So as the year began uh, here these words what would Jesus do was lifted up as one of the values of the school. These children maybe didn't change a national education system. 
They didn't see a wave of conversions after it. But they would have had an impact for God on every child and adult in their school each day. Uh, the children and teachers would have came in. They would have seen those words, what would Jesus do? They did something that was in line with God's purposes and with his mission. And that is something that we are called to do, to live our lives in line with God's bigger purposes. Indeed, the clearer we are about his bigger purposes, the easier it is to see why our character and daily actions and words are important and how they can contribute to the purposes that he has for us. Paul shows us in these words that God is concerned about every aspect of our lives. Just look at the reading. We see Jesus is so concerned for all things that he set aside his majesty and humbled himself to come to earth as a baby, as a carpenter's son. And he came not only to give his life as a ransom for many, but as Paul goes on to write, to reconcile himself to all things. Whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood, shred on the cross. Jesus' sacrifice is not only intended to offer every human being the opportunity for reconciliation with him, but to reconcile all things, all, all matter, the entire cosmos to himself. Jesus' work on the cross serves to begin to bring all things back to a proper relationship with him. To see everything functioning in the way it is meant to. So what does this mean for us? What does it mean for each of us in our individual lives and in the front lines that we face each day? Often we tend to focus on the implications of Jesus' sacrifice for our own personal salvation. But as we have seen, Paul affirms God's concern for all things. God's comprehensive plan for the restoration and redemption of the whole sin-marred universe. In time of Jesus, um, uh, the, words, uh, of or the words of salvation, the words of uh, the gospel uh, were used as good news. But not just good news for each person, good news for the world. It was an announcement of the victory of a battle. In essence, the gospel is not only a message of salvation for individual souls. It is an announcement of God's definitive cosmic victory over sin, death and the devil. We are approaching Another landmark of wartime at the weekend, when we celebrate VE Day in May the 8th, 2020, it marks the 75th anniversary uh, of the Victory in Europe Day, a day in which, uh, towards the end of World War II, when fighting against Nazi Germany came to an end in Europe. But here, when we see Jesus' victory, we have a VU Day. A victory in the universe day. It's an invitation uh, as we look to follow Jesus in our front line. To follow him. An uh, invitation to spend eternity in his presence. But it's an invitation to others to spend eternity with him also. It's an invitation 
uh, to cooperate with him in making his world as much like it as he intends to be before he returns. And that's an invitation for each one of us in our front lines daily. And it frankly sounds like something that's worth giving one's life to. Something that is real. Something uh, that takes time but has real benefits. And furthermore, because we know God is interested in whatever we do, because we are not called to be part-time disciples or evenings on a weekend disciple, but whole life disciples, we can be confident that God is with us in everything. And that means we can talk to him about everything, seeking his wisdom and resources for everything and relying on him for everything. We are called to participate in God's grand mission. Nothing less than the renewal and regeneration of the un- his universe. And everything we do now has the capacity to do that. An act of generosity, for example, is not only a beautiful thing in itself. It is a foretaste of the kingdom of God where abundance flows and there is no lack of it. We might be sitting here thinking, like Jesus' disciple Peter, who asked him directly, what do you want me to do? You can trust him, you can trust our Saviour not to overwhelm us in life. And you can also trust him to want to help you grow. He is at work in you. But he does not need you to be perfect in order to work through you. You aren't anyway. None of us are. He is more than enough perfection of his own. He doesn't need you to be perfect or perfectly ready. But he just needs you to be readily available. To look, to go with him to the front line that he has called you to. To serve and to follow him. Uh, To look to honour him in all that you do. And as we do that... We will take part in that grand mission of God to restore his world, uh, to bring his kingdom here. Let us pray as we close. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you not only um, bring us the good news of salvation in our lives, but as we look at the weakness, as we look at, at our own lives, We recognise that you call us to something so much greater than ourselves. You call us to follow and to serve you. And we thank you for that. Heavenly Father, we pray for each one of us this evening. We pray that we may know of your uh, directing hand upon each one of us. And Lord, we pray for our church family. We pray for those, Lord, who are experiencing difficulties at this time. Asking, Lord, that they may know of your hand of strength and comfort upon them throughout. Lord, just even again this week, we have heard of other families that have been bereaved. And Lord, we ask that they may know of your comfort and peace among them. That they may know that through all things they are secure in you. Heavenly Father, We ask this day 
that as we look to um, serve you in our lives, as we look to the front lines that you have called us to, we may recognise what it means to be fruitful in your name, to serve and to follow you throughout all things. And Lord, we ask this now, in Jesus' loving name, Amen. As we close this evening, we're going to hear another praise, again from Resigned Worship. Uh, it is called, God our Father, let your kingdom come. And the words, based on the Lord's Prayer. Let us praise God again.
as we close this evening. May you know God's rich blessing in your life throughout this week. And we close now together with the words of the benediction. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen.